This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Well, the social media rumors were right. Ford is going to call its battery electric the Mach-E. The electric crossover will offer seating for four, over 300 miles of range, and provide blistering performance. While Ford had been saying that the styling was inspired by the Mustang, now it's saying that the Mach-E is thoroughly a Mustang. And we wouldn't be surprised to see Ford start to extend the Mustang lineup with other model variants. Automakers are starting to backpedal when it comes to autonomous ride hailing. General Motors indefinitely postponed the launch of Cruise Automation's robo-taxi business. Ford gave up on its ride hailing service called Chariot, though it did not use autonomous vehicles. And now Ola Kalenius, the CEO of Daimler, says they're giving up on trying to develop autonomous taxis. He says it's a lot harder to do than Daimler's engineers expected. But he does expect the technology to be used in long-haul trucks. In response to its corruption scandal, acting UAW President Rory Gamble rolled out a number of ethics reforms. They include the establishment of an ethics ombudsman to receive, review, and respond to ethics complaints and allegations, the creation of an ethics officer that will not be an employee of the union, but will have the power to investigate complaints or allegations, increased financial oversights of its accounting department, and the creation of a hotline to report possible ethics violations. The UAW is trying to avoid a possible takeover by the U.S. government, but other labor experts say these reforms don't go far enough. And hey, we've got a great AutoLine After Hours coming up this afternoon. CareSoft is the name of a company that uses a giant MRI machine to scan a car from top to bottom. That information is then digitized so you can see everything in the car wearing only virtual reality goggles. It allows for very fast competitive analysis without having to tear the car down. And to get all the details, join John and Gary at 3 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv or on our YouTube channel. Audi is showing off the new version of its luxury performance sedan, the S8. You'll notice small styling differences both inside and out that help separate it from the A8, but most of the changes are under the skin. It's powered by a 4-liter twin-turbo V8 that makes roughly 570 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque. That's enough to push this sedan from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.8 seconds. And to help get around select European towns a little bit faster, it's equipped with vehicle-to-infrastructure technology that provides a traffic-like coach to tell the driver what speed to drive so they won't have to stop between lights. Other technologies include a 48-volt mild hybrid system, all-wheel steering, and an active suspension. That system uses cameras on the front of the car to look at the road ahead and will adjust the suspension accordingly. It will even lean the body of the S8 up to three degrees in turns to help reduce lateral forces acting on the passengers. When the S8 goes on sale in China, the U.S., Canada, and South Korea, it will only be offered in the long wheelbase version. 
and Hyundai finally made it official. It announced it's jumping into the pickup truck market in the U.S. with the Santa Cruz, which is a concept that debuted at the 2015 Detroit Auto Show. The pickup will be built at the company's plant in Alabama, alongside the Santa Fe, Sonata, and Elantra starting in 2021. And that strongly suggests it will be a unibody pickup like the Honda Ridgeline. Hyundai will spend $410 million to upgrade the plant and will add 1,200 new direct and indirect jobs. And speaking of factory upgrades, Volkswagen just broke ground to expand its Chattanooga, Tennessee plant, which will build an all-electric ID SUV model starting in 2022. The company is spending $800 million to upgrade the facility, which also includes a new battery pack assembly plant. The Chattanooga plant will be the company's North American hub for EV production. One of the reasons you're seeing non-U.S. automakers bragging about their investments in the U.S. is that they're desperate to convince President Trump not to raise import tariffs on passenger cars. Yesterday, Trump said he will announce his decision very soon, and we take that to mean before this Sunday, because that's when the president faces a deadline on making his decision. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. A decade ago, it'd be hard to find a vehicle with 18-inch wheels, unless it was a pickup or luxury vehicle. But in an interview on the Brembo Red podcast, GM's head of design says 18-inch wheels are small by today's standards. And he even went on to predict that vehicles will be rolling on 24- or 26-inch wheels in the not-so-distant future. Some vehicles like the Cadillac Escalade and Audi A7 already offer 22-inch wheels. So while 26-inch wheels seems crazy, it's really not that far-fetched. Toyota is making all-wheel drive available for the Camry and Avalon. This is the first time since 1991 that all-wheel drive has been offered on the Camry and the first time ever for the Avalon. Neither car was originally planned to have all-wheel drive. So the engineering team at Toyota's R&D Center in Michigan had to modify the vehicles to add the system. Both models are powered by a a 2.5-liter four-cylinder that's mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission. The all-wheel drive Camry cranks out 202 horsepower, while the all-wheel drive Avalon creates 205. The all-wheel drive Camry arrives at dealerships next spring, while the Avalon all-wheel drive goes on sale next fall. Well, Ford and Chevrolet are not going to want to hear this. FCA is holding on to its old Ram pickup indefinitely. Mike Manley, the CEO of FCA, told analysts there is no end of life scheduled. By keeping the old model in production, Ram can offer low prices, yet charge more for the new model for customers who want the latest and greatest. And so far, the strategy is paying off handsomely. While sales of the Ford F-Series and Chevrolet Silverado are down by a couple of percent, sales of the Ram are up by double digits. More impressively, the average transaction prices for Ram pickups overall are up 5% this year, while incentives are down 2%. So no wonder they've decided to keep the old Ram in production. Hey, check out Ferrari's newest car called the Roma. It's a mid-front-engine coupe with sharp, tiger-nose styling in the front and a rounded rear end. Under the hood is a turbocharged V8 that produces 456 kilowatts 
or over 610 horsepower, and it's mated to an 8-speed DCT at roughly 1,470 kilograms or about 3,250 pounds, the Roma is able to do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.4 seconds. And check out that interior. The driver and passenger have their own little cockpit area. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.